What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to the Gagan Press, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Headspeeth, and joining me, as always, is my topist of top reds. Even during the international break, is Mr. Alex Purdy. How are you, Purds? Very good, mate. I'm uh, I'm loving the break. I've literally watched, you know, yeah. zero football from anywhere. Even the West Ham Arsenal game couldn't be asked. Uh, but it was, that was, that, that was, it was a funny scoreline. That's all I know. Uh, really, you don't even know what the scoreline was. You just know it was a <laughs> funny scoreline. It, they drew. Arsenal was celebrating a draw. That's funny to me. That's all I know. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. What are you doing to fill your days then instead of I'm, watching Liverpool? I'm moving house, actually. Actually, can I oh. give a shout out to Facebook Marketplace? Yeah, they're incredible. <laughs> Getting a fridge tonight for 50 quid. It's like a, a big one as well. So, uh, that's like a worryingly low price. I'm worried about what's going to come uh, in the fridge. Well, most of them are around 50 quid. So okay. if it's sort of industry standard on Facebook Marketplace, I'm... Actually, now you say that. It's just going to come with a weird smell, isn't it? Just uh, something yeah. rotting I'll, um, in there. I'll keep you guys updated on how the fridge goes. Yeah, and oh, how how did the oven cleaning go? Was that well? It, that go it well? Was, it was great. It was sixty five quid, and then I've decided to you know let's make some duck that was in the freezer, and it just went like spewed everywhere all over the oven. So after having cleaned after, it, after yeah, straight after yeah. Jeez, so, I should say that. As Purge was moving out, he was made to clean his oven as part of the uh, the <laughs> was it the yeah. rental agreement to leave. It was, it was your responsibility yeah. to, to clean it. Yeah, sixty five quid to clean it. Seems, seems in cash. In seems cash. steep. It yeah, is steep. it's like the Jordan I for fifteen million of. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they Michael Edwards yeah. my uh, my oven. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you could probably tell from that. Uh, opening gambit that there's not a lot of football stuff to talk about at the moment but we will try and do our best for the next 20 minutes or so uh, we will get on to the Champions League draw and the rest of Liverpool's season uh, but as it is the international break there is some other weird and wonderful stuff going on in the world of football while most players are away training with their international sides or getting in some well-earned rest former Liverpool centre-back Dejan Lovren you seen what he's been doing, Perds? He's been getting into the the octagon, which is the technical term. Uh, Did you research a... that just before we came on? Yeah, I'm not a UFC fan. <laughs> nice, I'll be honest with you. Um, he got into the octagon with uh, UFC fighter Mirko Filipovic, who is a Croatian, you know, UFC fighter. Yeah. And he posted the video of how it went 
on his Instagram. Uh, Dejan, to be fair to him, he lasted 50 seconds and oh. yeah, he just looks like he got the shit kicked out of him especially <laughs> before, he, before he tapped out. Uh, good video though, I recommend you check it out if you fancy seeing what the former Liverpool defender is up to these days. I mean, he's still playing for Zenit, so I'm not sure how well this is going to go down with his club. I think he scored a worldie in the Champions League of, uh, in the group stage. Like a half yeah. volley sort of... I mean, why didn't he do that for us? He did actually. Why didn't against, he, do that? he did that against Newcastle on Boxing Day a couple of years ago. Oh uh, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Um, well, this obviously begs the, the question... Which Liverpool player do you think would be the best UFC fighter pose if you had to pick someone okay. from the current team? So I had three names come to my head. Nat Phillips, except <laughs> he looks like a gentle giant. So he looks hard, but no. Are you allowed to headbutt in, in UFC? Because <laughs> I mean, that's were. going to be a special move. Yeah, yeah. if you were. Um, then Kabak, because he's Dan Lovren reincarnated. Right. Um, but okay. I'm going to land on Thiago because of the feet work and I think in UFC that's quite important and he loves he's very sliding kicky, in and yeah just, he's goes grubby. for shins yeah <laughs> so he's snapping a few shins and Tiago so I'll go for him okay I like that I also like that you've avoided the obvious of Virgil van Dijk which you know you see that what everyone was the listeners wearing his oh, jumper yeah you can't see this um but the person is holding up his Virgil van Dijk uh jumper is it a t-shirt jumper it's a jumper yeah okay. nice little nice. warm thing yeah. Um, moving on then from one former Liverpool player to another, uh, possibly the coolest player we've ever had, Xabi Alonso. Looks like he's going to be managing Borussia Mönchengladbach in the Bundesliga, uh, which is a hell of a move for him because he only just started his coaching career and is in charge of Real Sociedad B team at the moment. But it looks like he might be moving uh, to the Bundesliga with his first uh, senior coaching job. What do you think of that? Perds, well, pretty cool. I've, this is the first I'm hearing of it. So the only insight... <laughs> Getting I can a live you, reaction. The only insight I can give you is, okay, he's a Spanish DM, so was Benitez. Yeah, Benitez goes into hey. management, wins the Champions League. Glad back for the Champions League 2022. He's a much more sort of modern and more stylish looking coach than Rafa Benitez, though you'd have to say. Yeah, okay, maybe Mikel Arteta is the comparison I'll draw. And yeah, win an FA Cup like... when he comes to manage... Liverpool, dual management with Steven Gerrard next. Lovely. Yeah, both of them on the touchline. One <laughs> one sits, one goes. Like it. <laughs> uh, I don't, not sure about the Arteta comparison, though. Arteta's a bit of a B-Tech, uh, Xavi Alonso, isn't he? Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> he hasn't managed a single <laughs> game yet. <laughs> He's well, as, like, as, like, as players and as, oh, as, as players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, an, as a full package. He's far Yeah, better. but I, I did, uh, when Googling this, I've already, he's not even been appointed at Gladbach yet, and I've already seen, like, think pieces from Liverpool sites, like, touting him to be the next Liverpool manager as well. Always which is, do that. That's so yeah, obvious. It's premature, but it's wonderful. I'm all here for it, because, <laughs> frankly, yeah, he's one of my favourite Liverpool players of all time, and he is just effortlessly cool, and he would look great <laughs> in a suit on the Liverpool touchline. Um, yeah, so that is that from one midfielder to another then. Uh, a current player, Aaron Ramsey, has been linked rather tenuously with uh, Liverpool. Uh, and that was trending this morning. I think it came from Italy, I want to say. It's like 
Calcio Mercato, or Gazzetta della Sport, were talking about him potentially leaving Juventus in the summer, which wouldn't be much of a surprise. But uh, going to Liverpool sounds a little bit more far-fetched. don't know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're into signing ageing midfielders now. Well, Thiago. Because of Thiago. Yeah. yeah, 29, way over the hill. Um, it was Milner and then it was Thiago. So um, one, one every like five years we can get so away we, with. Yeah, we do one ish um i don't know how old he is now actually um whether that would be a good signing or not and i haven't seen him play uh, since he left arsenal so i've got no clue he is 30 he turned 30 back in is he only 30 uh, definitely December. sign him up definitely he was class right well, he's always one of their best players and always went under the radar was really good i'll give you that a great player and i like him but the problem is i think because he signed for juventus on a free back when he left arsenal they gave him an absolutely massive contract, as is the way generally when players get free right. signings, they compensate not paying the transfer fee with paying out in the wages. And I think he's on something ridiculous, like about 300000 a right. week or two fifty. Well, if we ignore that yeah. as a and he player, just... he definitely adds something to our, to our midfield. Although we need, the, the thing we lack in midfield is availability. And he is injury yeah. prone. <laughs> so injury prone. thinking about it now, probably leave it. Uh, okay, yeah, and it just—it's one of those ones where you see it, and it does—it sounds kind of like tempting on the surface, but it's really, really not a Michael Edwards or an FSG kind of signing, <laughs> considering his age, considering his price, and considering his injury history. I think this is one of the ones where they've just sort of picked Liverpool out of thin air not to many create positives to take from this rumor. No, I don't don't think uh, we can start getting the shirts printed just yet. You can you can keep your your Virgil jumper on there. Birds. Support for the Gig and Press podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who are the best in below the waist grooming. That's right, Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And on the Gig and Press, we have an exclusive offer for listeners that's twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code 90min20 at manscaped.com. So Manscaped has created the best in class ball hair trimmer ever. Yep, that's right, I said ball hair trimmer. It is the Lawnmower 3.0, which features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, ouch, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. In addition, this trimmer comes with an LED light for more precise shave and is waterproof. So, you know, you can take it in the shower. Don't use the same trimmer you use on your face as on your balls. Come on, that's just not cool, is it? The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. So yeah, trim your junk, get 20% off, plus free shipping with the code 90min20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, plus free shipping with the code 90min and the number 20 at manscaped.com. Okay, now back to the episode. Um, but that did get me thinking a little bit about as the season, well, we've still got nine games to go, but um, where are Liverpool now as a team? Obviously had a lot of injury problems this year, but we're starting to get towards that time of the year again when we're talking about transfers. What positions do you think Liverpool will actually go in for this summer? Obviously, January was a little bit weird because it was just about defenders and that was an emergency situation. And obviously, the, the plan has always been with FSG to, to do the main business in the summer. We don't know what the budget is going to be really like yet, but presumably there will be some business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on like the top of my list for a while has been um, Basuma from Brighton. 
Um, mm-hmm. Regardless if one album leaves or not, which is looking increasingly like he will, unfortunately, it should be a massive miss. Um, yep. Basuma looks sort of in that ilk of player that is so important in our system. So, I mean, yeah. it's not, it shouldn't be a priority um, because there are other positions, like you said, goalkeeper and centre back that we need to address quicker, maybe even a striker. But if Wijnaldum goes, definitely need to replace. And I think Basuma probably is that that guy. The other one I was thinking of was uh, Yuri Tielemans at Leicester, who's been oh, terrific. Yeah, recently he as well. will be. <laughs> That's that the is, thing. Yeah. Like, I think Basuma is the budget realistic version of that. Because I think now with the way that Tielemans has played, you're talking 60 million plus for a plus, player of that, yeah, of that yeah, calibre. Yeah. I don't think um, Leicester want to gut their squad again either. So no. it will take a lot more. So and they're probably, yeah. annoyingly going to finish higher than us in the league this season as well. So. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Back to the positives, Andy. Come on, let's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what a break. But yeah, you would say probably the positions that they will go for would be your backup goalkeeper. It looks like Adrian, uh, his contract is up in the summer and it's oh, unlikely no. to be no renewed. No. Yeah, that will cause all kinds of distress to Liverpool <laughs> Twitter. Um, <laughs> Quebec, they have got the option to sign him for about 18 million, but we don't know whether that's going to be taken up yet. So I'm guessing centre back will still be, well, will I still think, be something. To... I think it should. If it's not going to be, I think it should. Because um, he's proved he can he can cut it at this level so far. Barring I think that we mistake need to see more against Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, there's like there's nine games left in the Champions League final to play. So we'll see. We'll see how mm. he fares. Um and then, I mean, central midfield would be nice, but for me, when you look at the players that they've got already, it's it's not a crowded field there, but if Cater starts to get fitter again, uh, and Thiago stays fit, yeah, it is a big if. <laughs> but you've got those two already pushing on the door with, with Henderson, Fabinho back in midfield as well, Curtis Jones, presumably Milner's got one more season in him as well, Oxo chamberlain can play in midfield three, I'm not sure it's it's so necessary to have another player there who's it's, well at least a player there who who is going to be necessitating minutes every week or starting every week. No, but I wouldn't be opposed. You know, if Ox, just because of the availability, like these guys are never fit, Cater and Ox. If we mm. wanted to swap one out for God, who's who's cheap, Basuma. Basuma. <laughs> yeah. We pushing the Basuma agenda this week. Um. I don't know. I mean, if one out and goes, we have to replace, right? He's so important. Yeah. Well, yeah, as you said, in terms of availability, I mean, one of the big things about him is that he's always been there for for the. He's played, I think, almost the most minutes of any outfield level player over the last of the last few years, possibly under Klopp in in general. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, losing just those number of minutes is is going to be a concern. Uh, I've seen people talk about getting in, uh, getting back. Emery Cham at Liverpool. No, God, I, oh, I really don't rate him at all. Did you see? Do you remember that goal? That goal. <laughs> yes, once? I remember that one goal. Yeah, but um, well, it was a fluke. Um, did you see the highlights against Sevilla in the Champions the Europa League? League final? No, 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 Dortmund Sevilla. The most. Oh, recent sorry. Game. Yes. Uh huh. He had an absolute shocker, and I've seen it a hundred times before. He's not that good, guys. I'm just throwing it mm. out there. Go watch that. All right, so what we're saying, we're saying no Aaron Ramsey and no Emery Chan. 
I mean, Aaron Ramsey for cheap, sure. Henry Chan for no <laughs> price. Absolutely no way. All right, we will take a quick break there. And when we come back, we'll look ahead uh, to the rest of Liverpool season and the Champions League draw against Real Madrid. All right, so the big news that we haven't talked about yet that we probably should get onto is the Champions League draw for the quarterfinals, which happened last week. Uh, didn't get Porto or Dortmund, which probably we would have wanted, but we did get Real Madrid and a 2018 final reunion. <laughs> so that's kind of nice. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm in two minds whether I like this draw or not, Perez. Well, it was, when it first came out, I was like, ah, oh, it's sort of, you know, I'm not over the moon. But then the semi-finals came out and we're on the right side of the draw because we've avoided Definitely. City and Bayern until the final, you know, at least. Because yeah. um, I think we can beat Chelsea over two legs and definitely Porto because we've done it like for the past four years in a row. So um, Real Madrid was like the third best team you could get, I guess. Um, and they, they just yeah, don't Yeah, just look. on form, I yeah, guess. They ju- I mean, our form is terrible. But in the Champions well, League, hopefully, we carry on this form. That's the reverse. Like they will also be looking at this draw, saying they've got a decent, a decent draw as well. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting one. Real Madrid. I mean, they're still technically in the title race in Spain. Um, they're third at the moment, six points off the top. It looks unlikely that they're going to get. Uh, they're going to win the title there. It's going to be. It looks like it's going to be between Atletico Madrid and, and Barcelona. So really, a lot of their season is riding on on this. They did kind of scrape past Atalanta in the last sixteen. Did, I don't know if you saw well, their performances saw the, the in either of those. Second leg, second leg. I thought they mm. breezed it. It was three, three, yeah. one. Uh, three it was. Three. They scored three. I remember that. Yes, you're right. They did. They scored three. But there was um, Atalanta play got sent off and wasn't there a VAR decision or something that went in their favour I can't remember what happened but yeah it yeah, could I have mean, been slightly be closer fair, than the scoreline everyone batters Atalanta you know we hit him for five as I like to remind you all of um, so yeah, performance of the season <laughs> well it was yeah. um, so I mean Real Madrid you look at their team they've still got that core in midfield that will always cause any team in the world problems but past that like we can get at any of them and Benzema apart from because Benzema's always a threat and he doesn't look it but he, Benzema's been brilliant over the last few years yeah. especially since Ronaldo left um, he's he's you know one of the best strikers in the world and doesn't really get the recognition for it so definitely need to look out for him but their defence is cruising. shaky and I know we're struggling to score but definitely get him yeah and Cruz and Modric are still playing at a very high level but it's the it's the wingers or the forwards that you think they're not really yeah doing it at the moment. Marco Asensio never really recovered from that injury that he got a couple of years back now. Junior and Vinicius Junior and Rodrigo haven't really stepped up yet and even Hazard's always always injured. So Well even if Hazard were playing, you know, he's not hit the ground running at, at Real Madrid. He's been there long no. enough to sort of you know, become part of that team and he's just not done it. So it's not like, oh my god, Hazard's out, we're gonna win. Because even yeah. if he was playing, I think we'd have a good go at this. It's an interesting one because it's definitely not the, the Real Madrid team of 2018 that we're going to be taking on. But again, from Real Madrid's perspective, it's not the Liverpool team of, of last year or of 2019 that they are going to be facing. So 
got kind of two slightly wounded beasts here, so I'm not entirely convinced <laughs> I know which way this is going to go gonna yet. Be a but... scrappy, well, both ways yeah. are scrappy, and there's going to be some would... individual errors here that probably decide it. And normally I'd say that it favours Liverpool because the second leg is at Anfield, but yeah, you don't know anymore with how Liverpool are playing is it the push and without fans. Well, let's get it over to the push. <laughs> Come on, that's unbeaten there. Yeah. Um, I had it written down in the notes to ask you about what your memories are from the 2018 game, but oh. I just I don't want to do it, Perds. Uh, honestly, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. One thing. <laughs> the Mane goal was probably the most I've ever celebrated. That's really? That's, that's the yeah, and that's a positive, and we'll just leave it. I think I was still. I think I was still reeling at that point from the from the opening goal. Yeah, um, but we, we made barely... it one all. Anything can yeah. happen from one all. Obviously, and like not what actually happened, <laughs> but anything else could have happened. Yeah, it's because I'd never seen us in a in the Champions League final. Well, I, I watched two thousand seven, but I wasn't really sure what was going on. Too young, so it was like, oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna win a cup because the only cup I'd seen us win was the League Cup in twenty twelve. So this was wow. like one all, 60th minute, Champions League final. And then let's move on. That's it. Yeah. That's God, how it what finished. a brutal introduction to, uh, to cup finals <laughs> for young Purdy. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, that game at Real Madrid, not at the Santiago Bernabeu, because, um, well, since since the lockdown, they've been playing in their um, like smaller uh, training venue. Um which is the the Stefano Arena, which is only like a 6,000 capacity ground, which is going to be a bit weird, but that's the way it is. So that will be on Tuesday the 6th of April. And then the um, reverse leg is on the 14th, I think, uh, the week later. Um, right, so just to finish off then before we go, Purds, I thought with the break still over, well, almost two weeks until the Arsenal game, so it was time to take a little bit of stock going into the final stretch of the season. Nine games to go. Look at where we at, we're up. at. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to ask you, how many points do you think we need looking at that Premier League table? How many points do you think we need to get a top four finish now and whether it's still <laughs> in sight? Because at the moment, Chelsea are on, on 51 points, Liverpool on 46. So looking at it there, it's you're five points off it. Can Liverpool, can Liverpool still do it? I don't know. What, what usually you... secures it? About 70. Yeah, I've been looking back at the last sort, of, last sort of four or five years. It's been around 65 to 75. It does vary. Yeah. But you'd think this year, of all years, it's going to be on the low end just because of the, like, the weirdness of everything. So about so 20 would... points from the last nine games. Yeah, I mean that's that's like seven. How many wins? wins that? How many? <laughs> it's se- Three seven. Times. Seven. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay, yeah, seven. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to win seven <laughs> out of the last nine. Pretty much. <laughs> Who have we yeah. got? Arsenal next. Who's left? Uh, we got. Well, the thing is, like, it's weird trying to do this now when Liverpool are so, sort of so out of form. Um, but the only sort of really difficult game left <laughs> is away to Manchester United. But then, yeah. As as we know, any game is, is pretty they difficult. They all look that Leeds away, Burnley away, <laughs> West Brom away. <laughs> Just naming all the fixtures. Yeah, to win seven out of the last nine is going to take some effort. I think 
we should definitely keep more of an eye on what Chelsea are doing because they need to start a dip in form pretty drastically. Um, yeah, it's so weird what difference a year makes because, like, yeah, tw- literally 12 months ago, seven from the last nine would have just seemed par for the course for this Liverpool team and with that run of fixtures. I'm, I'm but, yeah. happy finishing well outside the top four this season and riding it off as long as Aye. we don't get um, Europa League or whatever the other one is. And I don't know which place you for Conference League. That's the yeah. one. Yes, lads. Where where do you have to finish to have the privilege <laughs> Probably of like playing in that? 12th or something. <laughs> right, let's finish, finish 11th then. <laughs> uh, yeah, please, God, no, not that, anything but that. Um, what constitutes a successful end to the season? Now, you've kind of touched on it there, avoiding the Europa League and avoiding the, <laughs> the lesser cup competitions. I mean... The dream scenario now would be to finish fourth and to win the Champions League. But let's say next next run down, if that's the gold standard, what's what's silver now for Liverpool? Uh, Van Dijk comes back uh, fairly quickly and doesn't carry on his, his injuries. That's it. There's uh, nothing else. That's it. We get <laughs> our players <laughs> else back. Matters. We have some players. Would be we lose success. every game, but Van Dijk <laughs> comes back. Yeah. Well, there's nothing... Look, Champions League is the only way you could deem this season as a success. Even going out in the semi-finals, you're like, fine. I think it's too late for the season now, but just for me, just for the last um, 10 games or whatever, 12 games, including the the Champions League, depending on how far we go, if they can show some semblance of form and prove that, that... last couple of months was more of a blip than anything else and that they're back on track then that for me would constitute a, a successful end of the season it's not so much about the position I mean great if they do manage to haul it back and finish in the top four with a really strong end of the season then that would be fantastic mm. but on, I think on paper now, fourth is not a successful season because no. it would be so a think, miracle from now if we did it it's still not a success unfortunately but I think it's like as I said it's more just about showing that they can get that form back and it's not that it's not sort of the end of an era as it were and yeah a Champions League run obviously would be fantastic it doesn't I mean I think it was Emma at the start of the season saying that we we need to be aiming for for semi-finals as a minimum we kind of laughed at her didn't we and we said like (laughs) come on dream a little but yeah I would take that still dream a little definitely still yeah, and even without there. the fans, if we get a good European night at Real Madrid, a win there, I mean, for me, that'll keep me happy until the summer, at least. Yeah, and then we beat Chelsea, and then lose and to Smash one. City in the final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, all right, on that... Um, well, bittersweet note. I think that's all we've got time for this week. We will be back again next Monday, hopefully, uh, to talk through, I mean, anything. England, San Marino, or whatever the hell, ever oh, else, hell else got, is going um, on. Albania on Sunday as well. So look forward to that. I mean, there's no, literally no Liverpool players involved. <laughs> Good. So we've got absolutely no obligation to talk about it. <laughs> We can see whoever uh, Dejan Lovren is fighting next week mm. and just chat about that instead. Um, yeah, well, and then we can look ahead to the Arsenal game as well. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. If you can, please drop us a review wherever you do your pods. That would be much appreciated. Subscribe if you haven't already and you've enjoyed what you heard. And yeah, well, we'll be back 
with you next week. Thanks for listening. It's goodbye from me, Andrew Headspeeth. And it's goodbye from... Purdy, we'll see you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.